Today is Friday, December 24th. The title for our devotional is A Disciple's Response. Today is Christmas Eve, so happy Christmas Eve, everyone. And I hope you join us tonight at our Christmas Eve services at 4 and 5 p.m. For our devotional today, Luke portrays the shepherds as a model of discipleship. In Luke 2, 15 through 20, we read of their response to the angel's message. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby, who was lying in a manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about the child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. So first here, we see the obedience and curiosity of the shepherds. The angel had previously told them, you will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. After hearing the word of the angel, the shepherds curiously and obediently search out what the Lord had told them about. As I wrote about yesterday, the theme of this passage is the humble state of Jesus' birth. Shepherds were again of the lowest social status in ancient Palestine. Yet God chose to announce Jesus' birth to them with the glory and splendor of an angelic host. Readers of the Bible have always wondered at why God had chosen to announce the birth of the Messiah to lowly shepherds, instead of more influential, powerful people in society who would have already had the respect of the people. In fact, shepherd's testimony was not even admissible in court as evidence of their lack of status and respect. They often missed out on religious ceremonies because someone had to stay back and care for the animals. So apart from the statement that this message is for all the people, we can't fully know why God chose to do this. Yet, throughout the biblical story, God has a particular affinity for calling lowly shepherds. Think of Moses. In Exodus 3, The angel of the Lord appears to him in a burning bush while he is shepherding the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law. In In this encounter, the angel of the Lord calls him to return to Egypt to deliver the people of Israel out of slavery. Moses, Israel's greatest prophet, was formerly a shepherd. In 1 Samuel 16, when Samuel goes to find the next king of Israel whom God has chosen, he comes to the house of Jesse. After all his other sons parade before him, Samuel asks Jesse if all of his sons are here. Jesse tells him that he has one more, but he is out shepherding the sheep. David, Israel's greatest king, was formerly a shepherd. Not as well known as Moses and David, the prophet Amos was also formerly a shepherd of Tekoa. Before God called him to prophesy during the reign of King Uzziah in in Judah and Jeroboam in Israel. So as we see, God is famous for elevating the humble. God does amazing things through those who had no power or influence to speak of. Broadly, society despised and ostracized shepherds, but God seems to have a special place in his heart for them. So here again, God dignifies the lowly shepherds. They are the first to hear of the Messiah's birth and in grand fashion. God doesn't spare fanfare for the shepherds. Their response is to then spread the word. They go around town and tell everyone the good news. Their message produces amazement. The shepherds were the first evangelists of the gospel. Again, for those whose word was not admissible in court, they are an interesting choice to bear witness to the birth of the Messiah. This is similar to the resurrection story and how Jesus first appears 
to women whose testimony was also not admissible in court. Again, God is famous for elevating and calling the humble. The shepherds don't stop there, though. They glorify and praise God. They praise him for what they had seen. The birth of Jesus wasn't just a lofty religious concept. Remember, it was a concrete, tangible event that took place in history. They could see and hold Jesus. They could talk with Mary and Joseph. These events were exactly as they had been told. They heard the word of the Lord through the angels, believed it, and found it to be true, and responded with praise. Again, this is a model of discipleship. When we hear the word of God in scripture, we search it out and obey. When we do so, we find it to be true just as God has said. Then we respond with glory and praise to God, and we share with the world around us the joy of what we have found in the gospel. For reflection time today, ask yourself if the following characterized your discipleship to Jesus. First, listening to the word of God. Second, curiosity to seek out the truth in God's word. Third, obedience to the word of God. Fourth, regularly giving worship, praise, and glory to God. And fifth, sharing your joy and faith with those who don't yet know Jesus. If any of those are missing from your discipleship experience, consider how you may add them. If all are included, pick one that you can emphasize this week and grow in.